Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. So I wonder if you would turn to Joshua chapter 1, please. Joshua 1. And um, just while you do that, would you turn to your neighbor and say, be strong, be courageous. So we're going to read um, Joshua 1 together. Um, I know this is becoming really familiar, but um, I believe God has something very specific to say to us this morning. It's the truth. And the word came earlier that that the truth was here to set us free. So Joshua 1, this is from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Proper Bible, yeah. (laughs) After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, who had served Moses. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now you and all the people prepare to cross over the Jordan to the land I'm giving to the Israelites. I've given you every place where the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised Moses. Your territory will be from the wilderness and Lebanon to the great Euphrates River, all the land of the Hittites, and west to the Mediterranean Sea. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. I will be with you just as I was with Moses. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you will distribute the land I swore to their forefathers to give them as an inheritance. Above all, Be strong and very courageous to carefully observe the whole instruction my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or the left so that you will have success wherever you go. This book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. You are to recite it day and night so that you may may carefully observe everything written in it. For then you will prosper and succeed in whatever you do. Haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, go through the camp and tell the people, get provisions ready for yourselves, for within three days you will be crossing the Jordan to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you to inherit. And he said to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Remember what Moses, the Lord's servant, commanded you when he said, The Lord your God will give you rest, and he'll give you this land. Your wives, young children, and livestock may remain in the land Moses gave you on this side of the Jordan, but your fighting men must cross over in battle formation ahead of your brothers and help them until the Lord gives your brothers rest as he's given you, and they too possess the land the Lord your God is giving them. You may then return to the land of your inheritance and take possession of what Moses, the Lord's servant, gave you on the east side of the Jordan. They answered Joshua, everything you've commanded us, we will do. And everywhere you send us, we will go. We will obey you just as we obeyed Moses in everything. And may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. 
Anyone who rebels against your order and does not obey your words in all that you command him will be put to death. Above all, be strong and courageous. I don't know about you, but when I, um, when I think of each of the books of the Bible, there's maybe a little phrase or there's something about the theme that's always in my mind concerning that book. And certainly with Joshua... I always think of the, those, those words, don't you? Be strong and courageous. It's kind, of the, it's kind of the headline over this book, be strong and courageous. And certainly in terms of describing this, um, this invasion, this taking over of the land, this, this um, incredible adventure the Lord's about to take them on. Be strong and of good courage. Another version. Be strong and confident and courageous. Be brave and strong. Be strong, be bold. Be determined and confident. Be strong and brave. And uh, those few words, um, that, that little phrase, be strong and courageous, are spoken six times to Joshua. Twice at the end of the previous book, Deuteronomy, um, just, just as the handover from Moses to Joshua is being described, um, the Lord twice speaks to Joshua that he's to be strong and courageous. And then... Um, the four times that we've just read, verses 6, verse 7, verse 9, verse 18, the same words, be strong and courageous. But that same phrase, exactly that same phrase, is used about a dozen other times in the Scriptures. It's spoken by Moses to all of Israel. It's spoken by Joshua in Joshua 10 to the commanders of the army, there to be strong and courageous. It's spoken by King David to the, the people of Israel. It's spoken by uh, King Absalom to the army, be strong and courageous. It's spoken by David to his son Solomon, be strong and courageous. It's spoken by a prophet named Azariah to King Asa, be strong and courageous. It's spoken by Hezekiah to his commanders, be strong and courageous. And there's a couple of times in the Psalms where exactly that phrase is used, be strong and courageous. And I found this last week as I was just thinking about um, things to share. I found I, I literally, in different places, saw those verses in reading something, in opening a magazine, in, in looking at something. Those verses, God kept just bringing them back to me in a really simple way. Led me to believe this is a word for us this morning. In Market Harbour, in this new season, in this town, at this time, in this wider context of confusion, of chaos, of discredited government and parliament and politicians, church, we must be strong and courageous. In fact, we must be very strong and very courageous. Those two words, um, the first word, strong, it, it, means, it means this, to grow firm, to grow strong, to be strengthened. There's kind of something of, of progress in it, to, to get stronger. And courageous means to, well, one of, one of the meanings is to be stout. So I know, you know, that, that might hit home, to be stout. Hey, man, I'm courageous. No, you're stout. Um, <laughs> to be bold, to be alert, to be of good courage, to be steadfast, to fortify our, our beliefs may be challenged. 
this book that we love may be hated by others. The message we carry may be mocked. The way we live, the way we do things may be ridiculed by others. The power that we have, which, which Benjamin, in, in giving us that picture, described so well the power we have. That power um, will be opposed. All sorts of enemies and, and fears and, and difficulties and obstacles may come our way, but we are to be strong and courageous, getting stronger, getting more courageous. And what I want to share with you today is, is, is the grounds upon which, the basis for which we can be strong, we can be courageous, and how we can become braver, bolder, stronger, more courageous. Okay, so, so that's my plan. I've just got... Um, Four or five really simple things to say, but I believe this is God's heart for us at this time. We must be... How many of you could just say, do you know what I could just do with being a bit stronger? Yeah. <laughs> Hands up. You know, I, I need to be a bit braver. Some, there are times where I need to be bolder, yeah. more courageous. I, I could do with some of this. Good. Well, the first thing is we can be strong and courageous because God is with us. Because God is with you, you can be strong and courageous. And that, obviously, is, is the first and the foremost thing. So at the end of Deuteronomy, you can turn to these if you'd like to. Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. Not quite the end, but not far off. Be strong and courageous, Joshua. Don't be terrified or afraid of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. And then we read in Joshua 1 verse 9, Haven't I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Why? For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That's our, first, that's our most basic reason. That's, that's our starting point. Strong and courageous because God is with you. Now, I don't know how you read these verses, whether you read them as being true for Joshua, maybe true for other heroes of the faith, true for King David, true for his son, King Solomon, true for some of those army commanders I mentioned. Do you read verses like this? Honestly, do you read verses like this as being true for others? Or do you read them as being true for you? Because I read those verses, I think of a John Longfield. I think of a, of a Danny. I think of a Sharon. I think of heroes I know. I think of myself. This is true for me. I'm not reading just, I'm not simply merely reading like somebody else's life. God's word to him. I, I just embrace the scriptures. I'm going to take that. That is true for me too. It's true for me. It's true for you here and now. Psalm 139 verse 7 says, Where can I go to flee for your presence? Matthew 1.23, uh, talking about the birth of Jesus, they will name him Emmanuel. It means God is with us. Jesus says at the end of Matthew's gospel, as he as he commissions the disciples, the apostles, he says, remember, 
Okay? He's lived his whole life, he's, he's lived these three years with them intensely. They've seen everything. They've, they've imbibed so much. And, and the, the thing he wants them to remember, Matthew 28, verse 20, and remember, I am with you to the end of the age. I'm with you. That's what, that's what he wants us to remember. I'm with you. That wasn't just written for those, those 11. That's written for us. I'm with you. John 14, verse 18, he says, um, he's, he's talking about the, the fact that he's going to leave them. He says, but I won't leave you as orphans. I'm coming to you. He's sending his spirit. The Father is with you. The Son is with us always, ever. That literally, mean, literally means all the days. All the days. All the days of this week. All the next seven days. Every, every day of this coming week. He's with you, Tom. He's with you. Andrew, he's with you. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. He's always with you. He wants us to remember that above all. Remember, I'm with you. Could, he could have told them to remember all sorts of things, couldn't he? Remember that time I fed the 5,000 with the packed lunch? I'm sure they did. But, but what he wants to, them to remember above all, all is, I am still with you. I'm with you. Four words that will literally transform your outlook. That will transform my perspective, my mindset, my approach, my whole attitude to life. Those four words, I am with you. He's with you. Did you get baptized? He's with you. He's with you. Tom, I am with you. He wants you to know that today. This is his word to us. Wendy, I'm with you, he says. So be strong and be courageous. The Father is with you to cause you to think bigger, to dream further, to dream in brighter colors. The Son is with you to minister his love and compassion through you. The Spirit is with you to lead you, empower you. And I love this. We have such an awesome advantage. You're going to go to school tomorrow, to college, or maybe you're already on holiday. and Work, shops, whatever we do. Gym, swimming, something like that. You're going to go and, and you, have, you have this inbuilt awesome advantage. God is with you. God is with you. He sent his spirit, the same spirit that raised Christ, the same spirit by whom he, he ministered health and wholeness and resurrection life. That spirit, that same spirit is living in you. I am with you. I will never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I, I would never do that. It's not my nature. It's not my character. It doesn't help at all if I leave you. I'm with you. I'm not going anywhere. God says, I'm with you. Carly's with you tomorrow. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, he's with you. He's with us today, tomorrow. He's with us at home, at work, at school. He's, our, he's with you when your friend says, what did you do at the weekend? He's with you when a colleague tells you she's feeling sick. He's with you when a mate tells you he's struggling with anxiety or depression or, or fearful thoughts. Wherever you are, whoever you're with, whatever day or time, whatever the situation, I am with you. And therefore, nothing is impossible. 
Nothing is too hard. Nothing is outside his great compassion, his mighty power. Therefore, us in this room, if we start to believe this, we become carriers of life, of hope, of the answer. I am with you. In Joshua 10, 25, it says, Do not be afraid or discouraged. Be strong and courageous, for the Lord will do this to all the enemies you fight. They've just had a great victory. Now they're being assured God will be, God will be with them the same next time. He's fighting for you. No weapon formed against you can prosper. Nothing need discourage you. Jesus has defeated every demon, every sickness, every opposition, every power, every stronghold. He rose victorious. I am with you. The psalmist, King David, in both occasions, I believe, in Psalm 27, verse 14, says, wait for the Lord. Be strong and courageous and wait for the Lord. I I don't know how you kind of think about waiting for the Lord. It makes me think I don't have to push things, rush things, be impatient with things. I don't have to go it alone and try it on by myself because the Lord doesn't seem to be turning up. I can wait for the Lord. His timing is perfect. Steve, Esther, he's with you. Wait for the Lord. Psalm 31 verse 24. Be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. We can put our hope in him. He's with us. Hands up if your hope is in the Lord. God's word to you is, be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. And that's the first reason. We can be strong, brave, bold, courageous, growing stronger, because God is with us. I love driving down the road and just, I've got such an advantage. Do you ever think that way? If only they knew. God lives inside me. He's with me. But the second reason is, is, is not as fundamental, but is not, not, not bad close second. Be strong and courageous because we are with you. We're with you. Deuteronomy 31, verse 7. In both, both cases, it describes God being with them and it describes the people being with them. Deuteronomy 31, verse 7. Moses then summoned Joshua and said to him, "In the, I just think these events must have been so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. One man steps forward. The whole nation is listening and watching and, yes. and God speaks to Joshua. Be strong and courageous. For you will go with this people into the land the Lord swore to give to their forefathers and you will enable them to take possession of it. And then the verse we read, which is a pretty uh, incredible statement at the end of Joshua 1 where he's just instructed the commanders, the military officers, and then they say, anyone who rebels against your order and does not obey your words in all that you command them we're going to put them to death. (laughs) Above all, be strong and courageous. In other words, you're not alone. Strength and courage, strength and courage, bravery, boldness comes from knowing God is with us, but it also comes from knowing his church is with you too. I dread to think where I'd be in the plan of God 
if it wasn't for the people I've been with. In my case, people like Bryn, Jones, and Kerry, our great friends Ted and Esther, the elders, the wives, Julian and Kate in the early days in eldership together, the current eldership, people like Sharon and Phil, who you know well, um, Stephen and Mandy, above all, Deborah and the boys. For years, I've been inspired and encouraged and challenged and cheered on by those and many other people. And, and all of us have a similar story. Imagine where you'd, well, don't imagine, dread to think where you'd be if it hadn't been for the people you've been with and are with now. There's a verse in uh, Second Chronicles where um, King Hezekiah speaks to his army commanders, and it's, if you're making notes, it's Second Chronicles 32, verse 7. It says, be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or discouraged before the king of Assyria or before the large army that's with him, for there are more with us than with him. <laughs> it's so good to be part of a crowd and part of the winning team. I don't know who was rooting for Liverpool last night. Anybody in this room? No. Oh, yeah, okay, one person. If, if you were to rewatch that game, you'd be so relaxed, wouldn't you? <laughs> I know, I'm on the winning side. Um, or Leicester City in, in that famous, miraculous season of whatever it was, 15, 16, 16, 17. Just, J James, James had one of the video of the season, you know, and, you, and once you got to the end of it and you knew the outcome, you could just watch the whole video with with ease and with, uh, you know, just great enjoyment. No stress at all, because we knew we were on the winning side. There's a moment in Joshua in, in chapter 5 where the, the commander of the Lord's army, this is a mighty angelic being, confronts Joshua, says, take off your shoes, Joshua. And he says, um, he says are, you, are you for us against us? He says, I, I'm, I'm with the Lord, or words to that effect. There's a moment in 2 Kings chapter 6 where Elisha takes his servant out and, and all they can see with their physical eyes is huge opposition armies. But Elisha says, Lord, would you open his eyes for him to really see? And then he sees chariots of fire and this angelic, incredible heavenly army. We are with you. This is for you now. Gail, this is for you. This is for you. This is for you, Dan. It's for all of us. We're with you. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean us in the room, people you know. I mean hundreds, thousands, millions you've never known. Yeah. I mean an angelic host, yeah. part of the creation that is, that is usually invisible. Mm. We're fighting for you. Be strong and courageous. When I say be strong and courageous because you're part of this church and we are cheering you on. We're for you. We want the best for you. We pray for you. We're rooting for you. In some ways, we're depending on you. So take strength. Take courage. Take part. Take your place. Step up. Set a pace, take a lead, yeah. fulfill your role, be you. Yeah. There's so many examples I could give of, 
of doing some of those things. And you know, the first time is always the hardest. It takes bravery to move publicly in a gift of the Spirit. It takes bravery to lead us in a song or to pray out loud for the first time. I'm I'm talking about the church here, being amongst the church. It takes courage to to believe that that scripture you read this morning is for the whole body and to bring it to us all. It takes takes some bravery to lead a life group. It takes bravery, courage to plant a church, to move house for the kingdom, to invite a friend into something that might seem a little alien. It takes bravery and courage to do these. It takes courage to stand up for your faith in the workplace. And say to everybody, well, this is who I am. And I'm unashamed of it. And nothing's changing. It takes bravery and takes courage. But it soon becomes the new norm. It moves things. It, 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 it expands things out. It becomes more familiar and usual and normal to do that. And I also want to say this to you. Um, there's a couple of verses, Joshua 1, verses 1, verses 6, where it says this, Moses is dead. Now you and all these people, be strong and courageous. 2 Samuel 2, verse 7, um, where King David says, Therefore be strong and courageous, for though Saul is dead, the house of Judah has anointed me king over them. In both those cases, in the case of of Moses to Joshua, of of Saul to David, and we'll see later of David to Solomon, God provides secure leadership for his people. And when leaders are secure, they can flow well together. And the whole church can function as it should. Insecure leaders compete and criticize, and defend their small corners, and try and control activity, and restrict movement, and hold things tightly. But secure leaders know their strengths, know their limitations, value teamwork, release others, stand back when they need to, step forward when they need to. And secure leadership is not unique, but it's not as common as it should be. And God has given us in this church apostolic ministry, prophetic ministry, teachers, pastors, biblical elders, biblical deacons. And just want to say all our leaders are secure. And therefore, all of us are secure. And under that covering, if I could use that phrase, under that covering, under that, under that great... Um, extension of of proper spiritual authority and protection and care you and I are released and empowered to be strong and courageous we release you joyfully and confidently to step out and to speak out and to stand secure and move in faith and take risks and speak and act boldly 
and share your story and lay hands on the sick, more of that in a moment, and believe what God has said and jettison doubt and fear and pray for your friends and invite people to an encounter with Jesus. Moses is dead, now you. And if you need to leave a dead past behind, emotionally, in memory, then do so. And embrace a secure, strong, courageous future. Some of you know that is the word of the Lord to you. Moses is dead. Don't hang around in what's now your past. Okay? Third thing is this. Be strong and courageous because, and just to say, this is where now it starts to itch, hurt a bit. All right? So watch out. (laughs) Be strong and courageous because you are, and this is to everybody in the room, because you're destined to lead others. Deuteronomy 31, 23. The Lord commissioned Joshua, son of Nun, be strong and courageous, for you will bring the Israelites into the land I swore to them, and I will be with you. Joshua 1, verse 6. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Again, how you read this will affect your entire life and future. (laughs) That sounds dramatic, but it's true. If, if you read this merely as a historical statement to Joshua, it'll be interesting and maybe a little bit inspiring, but it'll have no real personal impact. But if you read this as the word to yourself, it will be far-reaching and never-ending in its implications. You will bring others into the land. You will lead others into the good things I have for my people. The enemy would love you to read the word as a historical document. God wants you to read it as a personal mandate. Joshua's story is meant to inspire you, Woody. You, Pete. Joshua's story is here to inspire Pete. And all of us. Steve, Becky. This is the word for you. You're to lead people, to bring people into the land, into the good things God has for them. And I believe this is where it becomes very pressing, very urgent for us as a church. Be strong and courageous because we're to lead and bring hundreds and hundreds of people into God's good things. I want to say more about this over the next few weeks, but we must turn our church inside out so that we can turn our world upside down. We're okay at Acts 2. We're not so good at Acts 3. We must stay in mission mode. We need to make shifts and adjustments in our mindset, in our thinking, in our attitudes, in our approaches, you and me, together cheering each other on and believing that we're here to lead others to Christ. It's not enough to enjoy church together. We're here for mission. This is is a small, small part of it. If if God only wanted us to enjoy fellowship with one another, he'd have taken us straight to heaven. He'd have saved you and taken you up. 
You'd enjoy great fellowship up there. He hasn't. He's left us on earth. There's a task to be done. There's, there's a mission to be completed in the power of the Spirit to can carry on what Jesus started. Whether it's with friends or family or workmates or coffee shop buddies. Yeah. Don't know why I looked at you at that point, Tilly. Or fellow dog walkers. <laughs> fellow dog walkers, anybody got some of those? Yeah. Or whether it's at the shops, at, at work, at school, at the gym. Anybody got one of those memberships? No, good. Um, whether it's brief chats, longer conversations. Whether it's just friendly chat or somebody opening their heart up to you, which they will, which they probably do, and that can pass us by, and we don't even notice what's happened. You are designed and destined to lead and bring many others into the good things God's got for them, into their inheritance, into the land, if I could put it that way. So be strong and courageous. It means um, stepping out a bit more, speaking up a bit more, standing firm and secure, moving in faith, taking some risks, speaking and acting boldly, sharing your story, laying hands on people who say they're sick. I, I, I bet you this week we're all going to hear somebody tell us they're unwell. Yeah. We're all going to hear at least one person telling us they're sick this week. It's a travesty, folks, if we say nothing. He sent his spirit, the same spirit, by whom he healed and raised the dead. And he said, I started it, carry it on. This week, as we're presented with all these opportunities, let's be turned inside out. That's how you start to turn the world upside down. The fourth thing is this, be strong and courageous. This is just a short thing, because success awaits you. Do you think I'm over-optimistic? Okay. I'm ever so happy. I I believe good things. I believe success awaits us. Joshua 1 verse 7, above all, be strong and courageous, very courageous, in fact, to carefully observe the whole instruction my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it. So obviously there's some conditions here. We have to obey the word. We have to, we have to follow, the, follow the, the instructions in God's word. We mustn't depart to the right or the left, but assuming that's in our heart to do, which I do. Be str- then, then you, um, be strong and courageous. Don't be a af- Don't be afraid or discouraged. You will have... I beg your pardon, I'm mixing two scriptures up here. So that you will have success wherever you go. I don't know where you're going to be this week. It'd be amazing to chart our week, wouldn't it, on a map. We get here next Sunday and we we all... Everywhere we went. We're going to be all over the place this week as a a, a congregation. We'll be everywhere. Anybody going overseas this week? This is a week at home, Pete? Yeah, last week. Okay. (laughs) Let's do last week then. All the places we went. Stephen's away at the moment. We're in in hundreds of places between us this week. Wherever we go, God has success for us. 1 Chronicles 22, 13. Then you will succeed if you carefully follow, etc. If you're strong and courageous, don't be afraid, don't be discouraged. 1 Chronicles 28, 20. David said to his son Solomon, be strong and courageous and do the work and don't be afraid or discouraged for the Lord God, my God, is with you. He won't leave you or forsake you 
until all the work for the service of the Lord's house is finished. God's planned success for you, Tom. As we follow his plan, as we obey his word, as we build our churches according to his pattern, we will be successful. Let's be strong and courageous. I'll say no more about that for now. Because I'm going to take to the last point is this. Be strong and courageous because bravery is in your DNA. Bravery is in your DNA. I'm not saying that if they did a medical examination on you, they'd, they'd find some bits. I don't know how you even do this stuff. <laughs> Sharon will explain later. It's not a physical thing. Or is it? Anyway, 1 Kings 2, verses 1 to 3. It'd be good to turn to this. 1 Kings 2, it's the, the penultimate verse I'd like you to look at. 1 Kings 2, verses 1 to 3. I appreciate different versions. We'll maybe say this in a slightly different way. As the time approached for David to die, he instructed his son Solomon, As for me... I am going the way of all the earth. Be strong and be courageous like a man and keep your obligation to the Lord your God to walk in his ways and to keep his statutes, commands, ordinances and decrees. This is written in the law of Moses so that you will have success in everything you do and wherever you turn. For me, this is a really compelling reason to be strong and courageous. I believe we live in a line of the brave and the fearless. Men and women who have paved the way, gone before us. I I think of my ancestry, I literally do this. I think of my ancestry going all the way back to these guys. That's how I imagine my life. I believe I'm in this line. I hope you do too. We're in a line of people who've paid a price, who've who've pioneered, who've stepped up, who've spoken out, who've made a difference, who were strong and courageous so that we could enjoy all that they fought for. These ancestors, and and I'm not just speaking of of biblical people, I mean over, over the centuries, they have insisted that we're saved by faith. They've challenged the concept of sacred buildings. They've called out for God to baptize them in the Holy Spirit in in a day where that was not commonly experienced. Men and women tarried, waited, called on God. Fill us with your spirit, Lord. They declared that the church must be apostolic, not just in theory, but but in actuality. They've insisted that signs and wonders belong on the streets and in the workplace, not in the Sunday morning, not just in the Sunday morning gathering. You and I stand in a line of brave men and women who would not compromise what they knew to be true. And I want to say this to us. Don't take that for granted. And don't break the chain. Don't break the chain. Stand firm in the faith you've inherited. Be a hero to those looking to you. Over the years, I, I frequently had this thought, and I still do, 
I have a responsibility. I have to be strong and courageous for my children, for my three boys, to give them a lead, to give them something worth following, to involve them in an adventure worth pursuing. Don't break the chain, guys, especially heads in houses. Do not break the chain. Be strong. Be courageous because little ones are looking to you. Younger ones are looking your way. All of us. People are looking to us. Be strong and courageous. It takes me into the New Testament to the final verse, which is in 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13. 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13. Don't break the chain. 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13, as Paul closes this great letter. He says, be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Um, Other versions, I think that's the NIV. Other versions say, be alert. Stand Firm in the faith. Act like a man. Be strong. The message translation is great. He says, keep your eyes open. Hold tight to your convictions. Give it all you've got. Be resolute. And love without stopping. Isn't that great? The words used here, these are obviously the New Testament words, the Greek words. Um, Courageous means to act as a man. To act as a full-grown, mature man, to be responsible and to be courageous by taking the initiative God reveals to you. Friends, if you could just not get distracted. We have to be strong and courageous. And we can be because we have everything going for us. A great God who's never going to leave us, or for, never, ever, ever going to leave us, or leave our mums, or leave our families, never leave us, never, for, what, a, what a great God we have, Amen. a great church, secure, releasing, saying be strong, be courageous, a great destiny ahead of us, success guaranteed, great promises, great heritage, be strong and courageous all the days. In all of life, in church life, in mission. Don't break the line. Don't break the chain of the brave and fearless. Keep your eyes open. Hold tight to your convictions. Give it all you've got. Be resolute and love without stopping. I believe God wants a a fresh, new, growing strength and courage that will build us up and really propel us outwards. Amen. 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 Why don't we just um, pray together now? Be strong. Be courageous. Lord, I want to pray for every person in this room. Maybe you could just, um, with permission, if you need it, just put your hand on the person next to you and let's pray for each other. Lord, I pray strength and courage 
fresh strength, new strength, bold strength, courage, courage today, courage tomorrow, courage this week, wherever we are, whoever we're with, whatever the situation, Lord, would you, would you form in us a fresh strength, courage, boldness, bravery to stand for you, to be a source of life and hope and health and healing to others, to listen carefully to what we hear in conversation and respond with an offer to pray, with, with prayer for sickness, with, uh, with sharing our story, with, with telling of the God we know who's with us. I pray you'll give us great success as we build the church here, build a fantastic, huge church in this town. As we break across the border into Northamptonshire, Lord, as some people move house to be part of that adventure, would strength and courage, bravery and boldness fill our hearts, Lord. Father, we commit ourselves to you and ask that you will find us in this town to be strong and courageous. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.